Welcome, welcome, welcome to Walking Through Glass, the podcast. I am your host, Dr. Dina C. Brown, founder of the Lead Her Shift Movement, international best-selling author, speaker, and executive coach, affectionately known to my clients as The Catalyst because I make shift happen. My purpose in life is to inspire, empower, and transform lives. I wake each morning with the mission to help you lead with confidence, speak with influence, and connect strategically by getting out of your own head so you can lead. And by lead, I mean learn, experience, apply, and develop. Walking Through Glass, the podcast, is not about breaking through the glass ceiling. It is about the struggle we face on our journey walking through the glass, the fear, anxiety, depression, imposter syndrome, limited beliefs, negative self-talk, and other BS, you know, belief systems that get in the way of us living the life that we dream and desire. It's time to make the shift, the shift to clarity, confidence, and consistency. I am so here for this, and so is my guest, Miss Jill Hyman. I had to turn that music down so we can oh, really jam it. <laughs> I know, right? Like I had, I, I love, I have my own beats originally created for me and like for my shows. Cause I'm like, I just want that something. And so I thought, wow, the beats that we put in there, we even put some alpha waves and stuff in there to kind of help you kind of keep that groove going. Girl, but I heard I'm the frequencies. Here. I was like, I'm here for yeah. this. Yes. Yes. I'm glad you can feel it. All right, Jill's here. Jill's on the line. Jill's going to tell us and give us a helicopter tour of all about Jill before we really get into some conscious conversation. All right, Jill, take it away. Ooh, I want to slow clap wherever everyone is. Like, (laughs) slow clap it up. I always like a good slow clap. (laughs) I am Jill Hyman. I am the founder of Awake Journey, which is my business. I am a speaker, a coach and a visionary um, ex-athlete that has really turned I misplaced identity from that into a broad spectrum of like creating circle self. How do we break through org charts, our own personal org charts? Um, and really like I've been on this path of self-healing for 
years now, it feels like, um, healing through leading with forgiveness and compassion through sexual trauma, depression, anxiety, um, you know, and ultimately getting to the here and now. So I'm grateful to be here and have this super open conversation that is definitely needed right now. Oh my gosh. I'm already like I'm getting all the feels. <laughs> started yet. And I think music like sets, you know, the tone for that. So I, I spend a lot of time. I mean, I know my, um, the various artists I work with probably in the beginning are like, okay, what woman? And I don't speak musician, but I speak frequency and what I know moves me. And so I'm using this like non-musical babble to tell them what I'm looking for. And then they create exactly, um, after, you know, maybe a couple redos, <laughs> exactly what I'm looking for. So I'm glad you were feeling the vibe. Like, sometimes I could just listen, keep listening to it. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Get into the show. So we're here. I'm so excited. I've really been excited about the conversations I've been having this season. Um, in season two, I wanted to flip the script and the way Walking Through Glass, the podcast, was um, served to those that actually listened. I wanted to create more bite-sized conversations that were things that were powerful, but really digestible for the right now moment. And so far, it's been phenomenal to have these 30-minute chats that really give such meat you know, and side dishes, and even some space for some leftovers where people begin to utilize what we share to really impact and, and make shifts in their life. And so today, um, guys, you guys are just in for this amazing treat. You know, I'm like, there's so many things I'm like, where do we start? Where do we start? And I thought, well, let me just start where, where I've been starting. And that's the one question that I had said I was going to begin to ask those that share the platform and the mic with me is that when they heard the name of the show walking through glass and they heard about that and can see it as a metaphor, what did that image, what did that picture represent for them in their lives? So that's what I'm going to have Jill kind of um, respond to when you hear walking through glass, what does that mean to you? First off, I want to applaud that we're not saying breaking through glass because oh the difference. <laughs> and speaking to all the females out there, like giving you permission to know deeply in your body, we no longer have to break things to be heard, to have power. Um, you know, I, I, when I hear walking through the glass for me, it's such the, it's a balance. It's the balancing act of balancing our masculine and our feminine. And when I say masculine and feminine, I mean masculine, meaning logical, action-based doer. We're all out there achieving great things, but are we coming from a do mode or a be mode? And so the walking through, for me, in essence, it's like you have to be um, in the feminine and, and by feminine, then that side means in your heart space, really in your body, like having self-pleasure practice, care, self-care practices, taking the baths, meditating, like whatever that looks like, there's a gamut of lists that we could create, but it's just getting, having a conversation and dialogue with your body. Like, Hey babe, what do you need today? I'm here for you. And so then coming from that space and really being heart centered with a feeling tone, 
we can create the action, which will then walk us through the fear and all these other things. But for me, it's like the innate clarity on feelings because feelings create thoughts, thoughts create action. Ooh, I like that. I like yeah. that. And I, I, and people say, well, what is, what, is that it? It's whatever you said it is. <laughs> I tell people that it's whatever you, you create that. And I cannot tell you how to digest what it is. And that's one of the biggest things that I had to learn on my journey. And then I get to share, cause I used to only share why I created and why, what I thought about walking through glass meant. So I actually stopped and said, I want to hear what other people think about that and get their take on it. And then I'll share like where this came from, because there's, there's a, um, there are parallels in there. Cause we're all on the same journey, but we take different paths. And I was sharing that I was working with some really high performance um, women, particularly, and they're just badasses in the workspace, the boardroom, taking charge, you know, all of that on the surface. But they were so broken on the inside and they had high anxiety. They were very fearful and for some even very competitive without even understanding probably why, because they weren't processing. Again, I am a super nerd, so I love all the brain works and do that, but they just didn't get that portion. And I said, you know, they have the corner office, they're in the C-suite, but who is navigating now that this, you know, invisible broken glass or glass barrier has been broken, who's helping navigate the shards of glass on the floor? Because when you enter the room now, you didn't change the mindsets and the ideas of the man or whoever was keeping you out. <laughs> You're mm. now having to go walk on the glass that you shattered. And, and, it, and it reminded me of being a child and, you know, on accident, you know, you, your mom wants to, you to use plastic cups or wanted us to use, but you always want to sneak and use that glass because that was for the big people. But then you drop it, you break it, and you thought you swept it all up, and you thought you put it in the trash, and then you go down barefoot at night to go get something, glass of milk or whatever, and you get cut by that small little shard of glass yeah, that goes in your foot. I mean, there's so many parallels and metaphors. I can get really deep in that. This is so funny because what's coming to me, Dina, is like – but what if, so I offer, I operate heavily from like what's possible and mm-hmm. I hear you. Like I, I am still in corporate America while managing my coaching and my speaking, like all is one. And so that's why I say circle self, like these women and high, like when you are at a high leadership level in corporate America or any role really, um, you know, that's the masculine paradigm. We've been butting up against masculine and feeling like we have to be in do mode for so long. Like I remember I had a, um, well, I want to say first, <laughs> I want to say first, I was envisioning as you were like saying the shards is like, but what if there's so many options here? Like, what if you walk through it be, and you get like a glass cutter? And you make this beautiful door outlined, like really cool. And it just falls neatly. Oh, I love that too. Mm -hmm. You know, there's like, there's There's so so many possibilities. Right. But it starts with what you said earlier. It starts with yourself. I've done a lot of inner work. And so now in my current season, I would actually be the diamond that cuts through the glass. Right. And make sure that it's sharp with no edges to cut. But in my earlier 
you know, of my sure, own sure. that wasn't. And mm-hmm. for many women coming up today, that's still where there needs to be a paradigm shift, the inner work that needs to be done. So you can be the proverbial glass cutter. But what is still happening is that it's still like, I'm still lost and trying to figure this out. Now I'm still moving, you know, because again, as women, oh, I got to still do, I still got to keep going um, to do that. But I'm, I'm not really addressing or I haven't found that safe space for me to be vulnerable, to say, it's okay to not be okay. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's okay not to know it all. It's okay not to have all the answers. It's okay, you know, because to well, me, there okay. is no finish line. Right. You know? So it's like, and that's the tough part. I get asked that a lot is, okay, like Jill, you've been on this journey and, and worked through all of these things. Like I think you and I were talking earlier like the sexual trauma and that's my story. And those are my chapters, you know, Mm -hmm. placed identity, which I think, um, you know, you touched on something, all of our journeys and especially in this space now with mandated, you know, social isolation, it's an opportunity to, to be aware of like, um, this analogy has come to me. Like all, we all have our various journeys, right. But like, we are so similar And, and if you want to envision you're driving down a road, like my journey and your journey, for example, we're both here, we're having this conversation, but like I took, maybe I took the scenic route and then I got back on the highway and then I like took a wrong turn, da, 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 da. And now I'm here. Maybe you took the highway and then you landed, you took a ride over here, blah, blah, blah. And now we're both here. And there's a lot of similarities in that. And it's realizing, taking a step back and realizing like, the isolation is not going to allow the healing. It's it's coming in a collective and, and a tribe and, and reaching out and saying, hey, I need support. Because I was operating from a very solo space for a very long time and came to realize, like, I need the community of women. And if we want to take it back to, like, our ancestries, like, you know, all of this time ago, women would sit in circles. Like women would have community and have these things. And like, where is that today? And do you have that? How can you create that? And how do you teach? Well, that's why I founded the leadership movement Yeah, for that. And it's interesting you said the collectives because under the leadership movement are the subcategories of the leadership collective, which is actually designed mm. for that. Those sister circle pieces to come together and begin to be whatever it is my sister needs to help her fill her cup. She doesn't need me to complete her, but I have a wonderful opportunity to augment whatever it is. And if I have overflow and I'm serving for my overflow, then guess what? I'm more than happy to pour into you as well. And that for so many, and so myself at one point in time in my former life, I was a school principal for nearly 10 years. So I know what it's like what you're saying to to be there and to be in a heavily male dominated field to be. And I actually worked for the federal government, um, the Department of Defense. I was stationed overseas. I was the senior educational leader on my installation. And I was in the room full of every um, sort of male 
persona you could name. (laughs) And then add the fact that I appear, again, thank God for great genes, younger than what, you know, I looked, and then to be a woman of color. Mm. So you talk about intersectionality in that space. So when I'm talking about walking through the glass, I've been through it. I've been there knowing that I had the skill set to be able to tackle anything they put from the charrette to redesigning the community. But what I had to work on was my mindset to be able to navigate those intricate relationships so that when I went home at night and before I actually got back, you know, started work the next day, that I was okay. And that took, that was a journey. And, and I didn't, I mean, I love to say that I always had it together, but I didn't, which is why we're here today on a podcast like this and some of the books and, and the work that I do now with women, because I've been there. I know what it's like. And I wish I had that kind of support in that space, a safe space um, to do that. Or even someone to say, it's okay not to have, it's okay to just not be okay. And and in that space to continue to walk through the glass in your case, like, right. I say a lot, like walking through the fire is where yep. you are scared, scared out of your mind. And I always say when you are on that fear brink, you are on your edge of like such immense, immense growth. Um, yeah. To go back to like the shards of glass and like, where do I start? And I stepped on all of these a practice that I utilize with a lot of my clients, I'm sure you are very familiar, but like with visual visualization and tapping into our imaginative space, because we offer offer operate from our logical hemisphere. Um, you know, being the leaders that we are a lot of the times. So we're operating from this logical space. How often are you giving yourself an opportunity to draw back into imaginative, creative, like dream. Um, three months from now, I always do this at the beginning of the year, but you can start whenever, you know, and tap into what do you really want to create? And it's that creation vibration that goes back to the frequencies of your song, right? Because like you can actually go on whatever music stations and look up creative frequency vibes. So like that's a nice little tie in there that you have that in the beginning of your, of your, (laughs) because like I'll put those on and you don't even know that they're playing in the background. And I am telling you what, I had this creative wave Sunday. Was it my days are all messed up now. I just sat and like updated all of these things that I needed to like update, but I needed that wave to hit to be able to do it. And I was like, it was free flow for five hours. So I think if we can release and allow, I allow myself every morning um, at least five to 10 minutes where I call it bullet journaling. And um, I have my vision because I created at the beginning of the year. Again, time is of no reference. Start whenever. And um, and then I, I put, I write down like I am... Um, whatever it is that you want to build, right? Like I know months ago, like halfway through 19, I started writing, I am collaborating with high vibe um, individuals. And now like, look at us, right? Like the universe, (laughs) these things in your field, but until you voice it in the like, I am state and you state it and you feel it, 
Like there are so many possibilities that none of us even can, can even touch on throughout our entire life because we're scared to even allow ourselves unconsciously. We're scared to allow ourselves to go there and state what you really would want. Right. And oh my God, I'm so glad you're here. Like I said earlier, you are so my people and this is we a are, and I love these collective <laughs> circle sister, like the sister circles. We're gonna have to chat. That's yes, definitely my jam. Yes, and so for me, which is why I call the conversations conscious conversations. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that the the this season that I'm in right now? I live my life in seasons, not years. Yeah. So that's yeah. Why when you said that, I kind of it's in, and I do my vision boards again in seasons, not year. Um, to do that. And this is my season of unstoppable. And that was, that's, that's my word. That's the focus is the season of unstoppable. And what it was, was to be in the space. And really I had the divine download about, I was like, what is unstoppable? And I looked at where did I need to grow? I started there. Where do I need to grow? And I looked at the clarity. I'm really clear about who I am and how I'm called to serve. I'm really confident about my skill set and my ability and even the growth that I've had so far. But what God said is that really, I got you, you need to work on the consistency piece and the starting and the stopping and getting clear about what's going on with that. He said, I need you to enter in a season of unstoppable. And I said, what is that? What does it look like? And one of the things that I cannot, literally it's like chalk on us, nails on a chalkboard. When people say, get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's easy. A thong is uncomfortable. You can wear that. (laughs) Girl, I just stopped wearing underwear altogether. Right. So I was like, okay. So I said, okay, God, what is it? He said, can you proceed while under siege? That's what unstoppable Mm -hmm. means. When you convert your wants to desire, meaning you're not going to stop at anything. So the journey may get rough, but you keep moving. Things might not look like you wanted to look, but you still keep moving. And, And when I say moving, you might not be taking a big giant leap. As long as you're making a step, you're doing whatever increment to move. And And so that's my season of unstoppable. And this year, drum roll, is that I'm having my very first um, unstoppable woman conference in San Diego, October 10th. And I am unstoppable. And the theme for this year, this will be an annual event. The theme is dare to dream. So everything you've been talking about, that's why I was getting chills. And I mean, that's my jam sesh. So uh, my mentor for a while was Mary Morrissey. And so she does a lot with dream builder. Like I'm a certified dream builder coach. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be doing dare to dream. And then because again, really, it's always greater for me. I'm launching. This is the inaugural season of the Unstoppable Woman Awards. And so I'm going to open up the gates at the end of April, beginning of May. I might do it earlier now that we're kind of a little stiller than usual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, mm-hmm. is that to nominate women in your life that you think are, are or represent what an unstoppable woman looks like, feels like, bees like, whatever. Real women, you know, real, real talk. Because, drum roll, is that I'll also launch the Unstoppable Woman magazine in October. Oh, so and good. Where's that interview. slow clap? I did enter with oh, a slow clap. You did. You did. <laughs> and so when you were talking about themes and seasons and how we're moving and, and all of that, and that sense of alignment, I can tell that it's really aligned because so much of what you've spoken 
about today is 100% aligned to what I'm actually working on. Even this season, I've been so, I've been creating so much in this season of calm. And I tell people, you can see it as the best of times or the worst of times, but you have a choice. And I said, I'm a high creative that's very analytical. And so this season of rest and creation is phenomenal for me. And now for all of us. Yeah. it's, it's, It's been wonderful. So yeah, it's like, I am in the season of unstoppable. And for me, it's that I love serving as the midwife to helping others really birth that dream that's embedded inside and been planning inside of them. And so I'm very excited about, um, amazing collaborations. And I said the same thing. I said, Ooh, okay. And girl, I'm like the identity blaster. Like I wait, no, what do I call it? The identity blender, because we have all of these things that we are, how do we blend them and create our circle self? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, something I, you said too, if I can really quickly, cause I don't want to lose it. You were saying about, um, the what and creating your what and turning it into desire and like nothing is going to stop you. And having the awareness, right, that God, spirit, universe, you will be tested very much so. And I have had numerous accounts like calling in um, different opportunities and different things. And then X, Y, Z happens. For goodness sake, like just to get on this call, my one laptop was not having it. right? And I'm like, do I, do I not do, are we not going to do this podcast? What's happening? And then I was like, no, I just opened up this other option that I have and made it work, but like, know that you will be tested and right. the test is really to, to, you're being tested and don't take it. You can take it negative and wallow in that. Like this is happening to me or no, no, like this is further clarity of like you drawing a line in the sand and saying, no, yes, yep. this, this is me. This is what I'm doing. This is my divine purpose. I'm going to keep going. Absolutely. No, absolutely. And that's pretty much been the journey. And before I've worked a lot in helping people build their platforms and, and work behind the scenes. And, you know, cause I do work with, I serve a lot as the coach's coach in a sense. Um, and then I create programs and structures for them. And I've done that so much. And God said, so when are you going to, and I kept saying, well, okay, I'll get to it. And he said, no, this is now. I don't need you right now to be the wind beneath someone's wings. I need you to be the eagle to show them how to fly. And mm. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, wow. So when you talk about, you know, I start my day with prayer and meditation. And one way that I start in not only just the vision space, but before my feet are permitted to touch the floor, I have to spend at least five minutes in gratitude. Mm, giving yeah. thanks, giving thanks, giving thanks. And we are and I, like the same. So I will lay, I will lay, and I put one hand on my chest and one hand on my womb space until I literally feel this vibration running through me. And I am like, praise be, bless, whatever little prayer, like another day. And then my feet touch. Yes, I'm on yeah. with all of it. Yeah. But the funny part was, I'm so neurotic about it that I remember. I had, I was laying in the bed doing that and something, I don't know, that was next to me, my phone, whatever fell on the floor. And I was like, my feet can't touch the floor. And I'm reaching and grabbing and pushing stuff. Release the control, right though? So here, that brings up a whole other thing though, like around 
controlling the space because we do this every single day. I was laughing at myself, but I laughed at myself. The whole point was I thought Uh, it was so hilarious with myself going, okay, chick, you were so crazy. But it was funny to me. (laughs) I was just saying to myself, I want you to be committed. In the early days, it was not so much about the act. It was about the consistency because there's three things that you need to be successful in anything that you want to do. And then definitely if you want significance and that's clarity, that's confidence and consistency. If there's anything that's missed, if any one of those three are missing, something is awry in your plan and think about what's going well in your life. And if those things are present and think about what's not going as you've planned and see which one of those things are missing. And then you make the adjustment accordingly. And, you know, I always like to tie it back to values too. values as your superpowers. And so get clear on your top five, three to five. And then from there, it's like, is this an alignment? Is this an alignment? Because then you're fully moving forward as like complete, total aligned self. Then you can be clear and confident and consistent because you know, it's an alignment with your souls. Like this is my value. Right. And when it doesn't feel good and it feels kind of messy and you're feeling all kind of, you know, some kind of way, then that's where you kind of need to sit for a moment and get quiet mm-hmm. and listen. Is and this listen. growth or is this a redirect? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, like there's so many ways. Oh my God. Like, I don't know where the time went. We're like, already <laughs> <I know>. up. <laughs> <laughs> come back though. Everybody, Jill's going to come back. Jill's going to come back. Part two, Jill's part two. Part two, right? Um, And that, but I did want to, before we did close out is to say, what is the one thing that you can share with the listeners that will help them make a shift and move like right now today in their now, what could they do right now? Give yourself five minutes. If that's a starting point, five minutes of silence, five minutes away from your phone, five minutes of uninterrupted time with your soul. So you can hear the messages that have been trying to come through. If you've been moving and operating from a very do, do, do action packed place. Ooh, that is so, 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 so. That just came through. So if it's more than five minutes, like Offer it up for yourself, but very disconnectedness. Lock yourself in the closet if you're, you know, in a space where your entire home is has people or what have you. Yeah. I love that. No, I love that. Mm. Thank you. That just, I mean, that hit me in the solar plexus as well. Yeah. And I want to say thank you to everybody um, listening. And I know that there were so many rich nuggets. Thank goodness that you can go and listen on replay. But more importantly, you can share with those that that you love that they probably need some of these rich nuggets um, that we were able to share and provide today. And so thank you for listening to Walking Through Glass, the podcast. And here's my final thought. My parting thought to you is that know that you have the power and the authority to transform your situation. So get clear about what you really want which will lead to you being confident about who you are called to be and allow you to stay consistent on how you are called to serve. And until next time, keep embracing the journey. We are all in this together, my sisters. All right, bye-bye. Here we go. Here we go.